You're listening to a BGE podcast. We are smoking up some candied pecans. Smoking up some banana bread, and we're throwing some things in the cast iron skillets for the grills. Man, it is going to be amazing. to the blind grilling experience folks my name is chris peltz i'm the host of the bge podcast oh man i tell you what this past week has been awesome man it has been so busy we've had the grill fired up we've been out fishing we've just had a lot of fun i can't wait to share it all with you guys but i want to start off by talking a little bit about our fishing trip my wife and i went up on the Sock River, which is a tributary leading into Stockton Lake, which is a little bit north of town where we're at. The white bass are supposed to be running, and they're starting to. It, it is definitely starting. It, you, a little late, it seems like. Usually, you know, mid-March, they're they're going pretty strong, and it's now April, and, and the, it's... Like, it's just now starting to come on a little late, later than usual. But my wife and I were out there. We're on the bank. We're we're fishing. We're there about five minutes. And the white bass are jumping around us a little bit. But all of a sudden, my wife's reel just, I mean, you just hear it ripping off, man. The line's going. And so she's trying to get that straightened out. And, you know, she starts fighting this fish, and I hear it splashing, and and I just know that is a nice fish. She's got a nice one. It's it's just awesome. So, you know, she struggles a little bit. She gets it up on the bank because we're probably about five foot up. You know, there's like five foot from where we're standing almost straight down to the water. So she's got to get that fish up, which usually is not a problem. But this fish was nice. I mean, it was it was it was bigger than we usually catch for sure. So she brings, she gets it up. She brings it over uh, to where I'm at. Cause that's where the stringer was at. So she's going to get the stringer. So while she's grabbing the stringer, I'm like, I want to feel this man. This sounded like it was a nice one. So I, I grabbed the line and you know, the hook's still in its mouth. So I'm like, I'll, I'll get the hook out of its mouth, but I reached down, I feel the tail and I was like, wow, I can't believe this is, this is an amazing, you know, for a white bass. So I go, to put my thumb on its bottom lip to get the hook out. And I feel nothing but teeth. I'm, I'm not kidding here. I mean, just teeth. I'm like, Whoa, not bristles, not like a catfish bristle kind of mouth. Nothing like, no, no, this is like vampire fangs. (laughs) I'm like, what did you catch? And, And it hit me. She caught a walleye. 
I mean, a nice walleye. And it was oh, it was great. I've never caught a walleye. She hadn't either until last week. <laughs> she got a nice, nice walleye. It was it was awesome. So we get it on the stringer and uh, we fish around a little bit, but uh, yeah, that that was awesome. And I <laughs> was just shocked. Oh, I was shocked, but it was it was so great. I'm happy for her. It was nice. We filleted it, and we grilled it. We grilled the walleye. Everyone talks about frying it, you know, that it's one of the best-tasting fish, and, you know, you need to fry it. And, and that may be true. That may be true. Um, but we had some crappie still that we were going to be smoking, and so I decided, you know what, I'm going to throw the walleye on there too. And, um, wow, it was good. It was It was really good. We did the walleye along with some uh, some grilled zucchini squash. So very pleased. Very, <laughs> it made a good meal. I mean, I, I had one filet and she had the other, and it was it, it was nice. It was it was definitely enough for both of us. It was awesome. So that's that's kind of part of our adventures last week. You know, it, I think I had mentioned uh, a few weeks ago our oven had gone out. And we were scheduled to get one delivered and installed this past week. But <clears throat> apparently, the size that we ordered is considered oversized. And the guy that was originally going to deliver it, when he went to get it, pick it up, um, it, it, he, he called us and said, listen, he can't deliver it because this is oversized. It requires two people. Um, he can't do it just by himself. So that's been put off for this week, hopefully. Hopefully we'll get it this week. But in the meantime, that just means we've been firing up the grills and the smokers every single night and loving it. Absolutely loving it. Not only with the fish, not only, you know, with the the crappie and the walleye. And uh, we've been doing desserts and breads and it's just been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Awesome. Loving it. And I want to share with you what we did with the uh, with the smoked candied pecans and the banana bread because not only is it simple to do and simple to make, it's amazing. It tastes awesome. And using the pecan wood just take took everything to the next level. Absolutely, just phenomenal. And so we'll, we'll get into, first of all, the candied pecans, because the, you talk about simple and easy to do, and you can do this in your oven. In fact, I've done it in the oven. That's where I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to do it on the pellet smoker, because I had some pecan pellets. So I took a, a lid from an aluminum pan, so just an aluminum lid, turned it upside down so it had sides uh, basically uh, all around it. I put down the... Pecans, I think at the time I had a package of like four ounces of pecans. Put a couple of pats of butter down, probably a quarter cup of or a quarter stick, pat it out, put it down, and then a half a cup of brown sugar and spread that all over. And then another quarter stick of butter, pat it out on top of that to really get it good and melted and caramelized when we put it in the smoker. We set the pellet grill up to about 250 degrees and we put that pan in the smoker 
and just let it go for about 15, 20 minutes, you know, making sure that butter was melted, that sugar was getting caramelized all over those pecans. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could just eat those by themselves. It was just, I, in fact, my wife had to stop me because that's exactly what I was doing. I would just standing at the counter just grabbing pecans and just eating them all. <laughs> it was so good. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And you guys can do that. I mean, you can do a much higher heat if you wanted to in your oven and, you know, just <clears throat> set it for like uh, like maybe 400 degrees, stick them in there for 10 minutes and then turn the oven off and just let it cool with them in there. And that's usually the the procedure that a lot of folks will, will go through in, in the home. But, oh, man, on the smoker, you know, you got the pecan smoke. You've got just... Just awesome. Man, it was so good. So good. And they took our banana bread (laughs) over the top, y'all. I mean, yeah, it was great. It was absolutely one of my favorite desserts. As much as I love the blueberry uh, cheesecake dumpling, man, this this banana bread was sweet. We're going to be sharing that recipe with y'all here coming up pretty quick as well. But before we get to that, oh, hello. Uh-oh. That's all right. Sorry about that, y'all. Before we get to that though, <laughs> sorry. I'm getting there. I'm learning. It's like I'm learning. I've been doing this for how many years now and I'm I'm still learning. All right, here we go. KickAshBasket.com For all your grilling accessory needs, whether you want charcoal management with the charcoal basket, you want easy cleanup with the KickAsh can, or you need some excellent heat-resistant gloves, they've got what you need. Great lifters and all the accessories you could need, whether it's a Camadoo grill, whether it's an offset, you got a PK grill, you got a Weber grill, They've got the accessories for you to make your grilling life easier and better in almost every way. Check them out at kickashbasket.com. Yeah, folks, that that banana bread, man, not only is it easy to make, it, it, you know, and it, it tastes great, but... You know, doing it in the grill, especially when you've got another cook, maybe you finished up, you you know, and you're going to be eating. You got some folks over. It's awesome to throw in and let it cook while you're visiting and stuff, and you can get some nice warm banana bread for you know for a dessert. And what's also great about it, and one of the things that we did a lot of this past week is we used the cast iron skillets for a lot of things. You know, again, our oven was out, and so all the cooking we were doing, if you know, if it wasn't just stovetop stuff, maybe you know, heating up some leftovers in an air fryer or something. But it was on the big green egg or the pellet smoker, and with the with the big green egg, we did a lot with cast iron skillets. And this banana bread is one of those things. Now, I've got a skillet that's probably nine to ten inches around, but it's got deep sides, which makes it nice for doing that type of thing with breads and and you know, cakes things like that 
if you really like really thick peach cobblers, peach pies, apple pies, you know, the this this it's just great for that kind of thing. Well, the banana bread again, it, it's super simple. And it starts by softening a stick of butter. So just set out a stick of butter, you know, a few hours ahead or, you know, in the morning if you're going to make it at that evening. And you combine or cream together that one stick of butter with three-quarters cup of brown sugar and, and set that aside. In another bowl, you're going to mix together your dry ingredients. You're going to take two cups of flour, a teaspoon of baking soda, and a quarter teaspoon of salt. And get that all mixed together, which doesn't take much. You can do that with your hand. And finally, you're going to take two eggs and five bananas, well-ripened bananas, and you're going to kind of cream that together, the, the eggs and the bananas. Once all that is done, combine your eggs and bananas with your butter and brown sugar, and then start mixing in your dry ingredients, the flour, baking soda, and, and salt, and get it all well combined. Once it's all combined, you pour it into a greased cast iron skillet. And again, we're going to be putting this on our smoker, but before we did that, we is poured into the cast iron skillet. I grabbed a handful of those smoked candied pecans and just sprinkled them all across the top of that banana bread mixture. And we took it out to the big green egg, which was setting at 350 degrees and we stuck that cast iron skillet in the big green egg, and it cooked for about an hour and five minutes. It, oh wow, man! I'm, I'm a just first of all the smell of banana bread, but we put some pecan wood in there and let that pecan wood just permeate and just just it was just awesome. Oh man, it was so good. But I tell you what, we didn't stop there. That was great enough. But after it cooled just a little bit, I turned that skillet upside down and, and that uh, banana bread falls right out. Then we take and we slice that banana bread in half, right? Dividing the top and bottom. So horizontally, you know, cutting across left to right and dividing that banana bread into two pieces, the bottom piece and the top piece. We had mixed up some banana pudding and stuck it in the fridge and let it set. And we took that banana pudding and we basically created a layer in between the bottom and top of that banana bread. So you got your bottom layer banana bread, then you got your banana pudding, and then on top of that was banana bread topped with those candied pecans. <laughs> Doggy man, <clears throat> yeah, it, it, you just can't. <laughs> this is like words can't describe how good this really is, man. It is, it is so good. I mean, it was all I could do to keep my tongue from slapping my forehead and and just knocking me out. It was amazing. So that that. You know, there's that. <laughs> we didn't stop with the cast iron, though. So we had this bone-in ham that we had had a week ago. 
and still had the bone, you know, had a bunch of, you know, had some ham left on it. We picked at it a little bit, but my wife decided she's going to make a pot of beans. So she made a pot of beans on Friday, uh, or I guess on Saturday. So I fired up the big green egg Saturday afternoon, evening, and mixed together some cornbread and poured that cornbread mix into the cast iron skillet. And I put that out there on the egg and let her cook. <laughs> Again, man, it's just so good. I mean, like I, I've said so often, whatever you can cook inside, I can cook outside. And it, it, sometimes I don't know how it's going to turn out. I, you know, because there's going to be some variations on the cooking times, you know, and sometimes with cooking temps, maybe fluctuation with the grill that you're not going to have with your oven. But if you're patient and you just, you know, you just let it go, and it, man, it's worth it. It's worth figuring that stuff out. And cast iron is just an amazing thing when it comes to an accessory for grills and smokers because of everything that you can do with it. You know, I mean, they're great for searing. They're great for roasting. They're, I mean, they're just great for everything on the grill. I mean, yeah, they're great inside, but they're so versatile. Because you can, you know, and durable because you can use them out on the grill, in the smokers, and produce some just amazing, awesome food. I don't have a very big vocabulary, y'all, so I say that a lot. <laughs> I hope y'all forgive me on that. So, uh, so it was good. We had a great week. We cooked a lot. We did the smoked fish, the grilled fish, the, you know, uh, we did some sides. We did the zucchini squash as well, which we've got a short video on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blind grilling. And, 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 uh, yeah, check out the YouTube shorts that we've been putting up. We've got a few more that are coming down the line, hopefully that I think you guys will be interested in and, and like, we might do some more on the, uh, on the, the crappie and the walleye. We'll see, uh, how that goes. Sometimes I try to do some of the, videoing myself. I, I, uh, I smoked some eggs yesterday. We were going to a friend's house, had, uh, he had, he had made some lamb chops and a few other things. We were bringing a salad. So I smoked some, uh, eggs instead of boiling them for hard boiled eggs. I threw them on the smoker and I tried to do a video and I don't know if it's come out yet. Cause I was by myself for the first part of that cook. But I'm going to try and at least get it edited down to a little short, less than one minute clip for YouTube and Instagram. And so hopefully, you know, if uh, if you haven't seen it already, then it'll be up here in the next uh, day or so. If, if it worked, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes when you're blind or visually impaired, you don't know where you're aiming that camera. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm going to have my wife look at those videos and see if it's something that she can salvage or. Yeah, if I'd lined it up okay, or, uh, you know, maybe it's just trash and I'll just have to smoke some eggs some other time. And uh, when I got somebody to video, we'll see how that goes. But, but yeah, that's what's been going on this week. Again, I'm getting real excited about some cooks, some things that we've got going on. Uh, I'm trying to get Vince Sobris back uh, on here because we have both done some things with some pork belly that I want to talk about and, and kind of compare some notes, what he's done, what I've done, and and share some things with you all on that. So I'm looking forward to getting Vince on here to talk about 
uh, that. We got a few other folks lined up. I, I thought we did, uh, you know, I, I thought last Friday's episode with Deborah Erickson from theblindkitchen.com was awesome. I appreciated her coming on and uh, and sharing some of her knowledge, and, and I hope you guys will go and check out her website, give her some love over there, and find out uh, some some tools and things. And, and Lord willing, we'll have her back on, especially when they get all the grilling supplies and stuff that they're going to be having uh, set up and, and ready to go. We'll get her back on to talk about talk about that. And uh, I've been using some of the products and uh, that I've ordered and, and liking it. It, it's good quality stuff. It really is. I'm 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 very happy that that niche is or niche, <laughs> some would say, uh, is is filled once again. You know, there used to be a website called Low Vision Chef. I don't know whatever happened to it. It's been down for years uh, now, but it wasn't you know that many years ago when I uh, had ordered some stuff off of it. My wife had ordered stuff for me off of that website and then it just disappeared. It was gone. And it, for, you know for a few years it was gone. And now we've got theblindkitchen.com and a lot of those things that you would uh, want and expect for the blind or visually impaired to be independent in the kitchen. That's what Deborah's putting together for. So it's it's great. Hope you guys will go over there and check that out. All right guys, uh, you know this has been Again, I had a great weekend. I hope everybody else did. I know a lot of folks probably got together for uh, for Easter and and did all kinds of things and ate, probably ate all kinds of food, which is which is always good, right? I mean, we love our food, no doubt about it. And so, hopefully, hopefully, you guys are getting geared up to get out there and fire up your own grills and put things on and enjoy some company invite me over shoot me an email all right tell me what you're cooking what you're grilling tell me if you use that cast iron when you're cooking on those grills or if you got plans to try and do that now shoot us an email blindgrilling at gmail.com remember if you're looking you ain't cooking